With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me in just a moment will be co-host extraordinaire, uh, the titan of Twitch, the handsomest man in podcasting, bar none. We, we, we ran a poll and he, he ran away with it. Uh, Cameron Hawkins will be with us uh, shortly. In the meantime, let me go ahead and uh, give out all the pertinent contact information because this here is an interactive show. So please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line. Give us a call, and Cam and myself will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit the Constellation line up at 347 202 once again, hit the live call uh, the call in number at 347-202-0103. Uh, if you do want to have your voice heard on this show, but you uh, you're working, you, you can't call us live, you, you got responsibilities, ch- cheering and the like, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemails give you three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask your questions, to pose your comments, spout your conspiracy theories. Uh, if you wanted to just call in and, you know, play, sell, celebrate good times, come on. Uh, when, when, the, when the Vince news broke, I'm not saying we got, got one or two or six of those as voicemails or no. But if that's what you wanted to do, you could do that. Voicemail is there for you to do all of those things. Uh, hit the voicemail line up at 415-787-5229. Once again, drop us a voicemail at. 415-787-5229. You can also drop us an email if you don't have a voice, don't want your voice heard, don't like voices, don't like talking to people. Drop us an email. Uh, let us know in the subject of your email whether you, uh, you're VIP uh, or, or non-VIP so we know which segment of the show to, uh, to, uh, to read your email. Speaking of VIP, Rich has an early, super early flight. And there will be uh, no VIP tonight. So, you VIP, uh, Torch VIP members, uh, you know, I'm, I, I do apologize. It's Rich's fault. Tweet him, at Rich Fan, at Rich underscore fan. Uh, so, yeah, drop, your, drop us an email, email uh, Show at gmail.com. If you're uh, Josh Mustachio, you might, might want to re-listen to that. East Coast Audio Show at, that's the at sign gmail.com 
Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And uh, also, speaking of C-E-E Hawk, follow along, listen along, chat along uh, on Cam's Twitch, twitch.tv slash Seahawk. Again, C-E-E Hawk. Join in on the fun. Uh, some good conversation happening over there on a weekly basis. It's matter of fact, almost on like a over there streaming just non torch stuff or non East Coast cast stuff, I should say. You know, he's got a nice group of nice group of regulars and people that pop in. Some good conversations, some fun stuff. Jump over on the Twitch, listen along, watch along, chat along. And the last batch in the batch, find us on Facebook. Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash pwtorch east coast cast or just search east coast cast or pwtorch you will see us among the family of torch pages so please give us a like tag your pals in it uh or at least your wrestling pals not maybe not your rando friends that don't don't have any idea what's going on here tag your wrestling pals in it spread the word that way please and thanks i thought maybe these are happen so few and far between these days I thought we had a uh yeah okay we're not doing all that thought we had a, a a new follower if we do i'll I'll shout you out next week uh so yeah without further ado let's uh let's get get uh, cam in on the this uh, equation as we got some uh, talking to do Cameron welcome back to I'm the like show. moving room to room right what's good not much man uh well actually a whole bunch but yeah <laughs> Indeed. A whole mm-hmm. bunch is up. So let's, um, let's, you know, not even fuck around and jump right into it. it it's been bandied around and talked to death, but we ain't talked about it because the story broke Friday. So, you know, hate when these big wrestling stories have happened after we've already uh, gone on air. But Vince McMahon, CEO head honcho, the chairman of the board of WWE for the last, I guess, is three years younger than me, so 39. No way. He's only te- owned, owned, owned WWFE for 39 years? It's only been that long? Yeah, 83. He bought it from, you know, yeah. if you don't, I mean, he's been around, obviously, since whatever, the mid-70s. It feels like longer, but I forget, like, I was... What is WrestleMania a year older than me? About eighty five and you're eighty six, yep. I was born in late eighty five, so yeah. yeah oh lady, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but uh, so, yeah, um, Vince McMahon stepped down, retired in his own words. A rare Vince tweet. We got Vince saying, Hey guys, I'm seventy seven years old and I think it's time for me to retire. WWE forever, or then now forever. Which is <laughs> Very unvince, and uh, I don't, I don't, buy, I don't buy the reason that oh, I'm 77, it's time to retire. Of course, of course, that's <laughs> very convenient and very believable if you don't know what the fuck is going on at all. But yeah, he gone, he's gone. What? I mean, I don't want to do the oh, what's Vince's legacy? I mean, Vince's legacy is the modernization of mainstream 
professional wrestling, certainly in the Western Hemisphere. Um, but where do we go next? What is the move? I, I, mean, pers- I personally watched my first full three. I, well, I, I turned in at you know, 7.05 or whatever. Roman and him were already in the ring. But I didn't miss a ton. And watched a full damn out, three hours of Raw. For the first time in, well, two years, certainly. Well, maybe not. I think I've actually jumped in and watched a full episode of stuff here and there. But with the intent of, or with the idea of, I'll probably watch again next week, and I'll probably watch Friday live and not wait till highlights on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you this, because I know we want to get into, like, you talked about you that you don't buy the reason why, and I'm with you. I, I hear you on that, right? Mm-hmm. But what was his reason why, Travis? Because he was, you know, I'm getting old and out the game, and maybe this is passing by, and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, that's the that's what you're adding in. He didn't say any of that. I don't think he just said I'm 77. I think it's time to retire. That makes you think certainly. Oh, well, where's his mind at? Does he not think he can bring it? Whatever. But he didn't say or text tweet those things. That Cam just said, just to be, it's completely technical. For sure. Um, so, like, I'm, this is a story everybody knows, if you ever watched any gangster movie ever, but how did they bust Al Capone? Not all the people he killed, not all the folks he made disappear, mm-hmm. but tax evasion. Yep. You got a bunch of money, you can't tell me where this money came from. And you ain't putting nothing down on it for the man, Right? Mm-hmm. So, apparently, what they're saying, the streets are saying, is Vince was using the bread, the company bread, to pay off women he was fucking. Like, you can't do that. Right, like, which is obvious. And, and yeah. like, how did it take this long for it to, you know for that kind of funny money to be found out. But why I can understand, uh, uh, not really, but why he's not, he's not a poor man personally, his personal bank accounts, you know, his various accounts and, and, you know, IRA, all those things exist. This motherfucker could, he could, he could, he could, he could get a rush card. And put a million fucking dollars on that bitch if he wanted. He definitely, definitely could have charged it like that. Well, so we don't understand it, why whittle it through the company and and wash it through the company and all that. What the fuck? Twenty million dollars over twenty over a couple a decade or whatever. That's tough for you. Rich people hate using their own bread, man. They find a way. They find a way. That is absolutely and like, correct. It, it's literally about being cheap. You know, like nasty shit. No, no, Cam, it's not (laughs) because he's spending like twelve million dollars on some pussy. So that ain't cheap. (laughs) It's like you went, you did some expensive shit, and then cheaped out at the end. You fuck. Like, what are you? What are you? (sighs) Going to H E B to get a cashier's check for some box is crazy. (laughs) Man, um, but no, so. Effective immediately, your man Triple H got the book, right? Mm-hmm. Steph and Nick Khan are 
co-CEOs, which can't work. Um, anybody who's watched The Office, like you can't have co-managers. Um, but in the meantime, Triple H got the book. Um, and everybody's, and I say everybody, a lot of people are excited. Like, Triple H legitimately rewrote his legacy from, I don't want to say specifically WrestleMania 19. That's kind of unfair. But a little bit. The era of how he treated Booker T, how he treated Rob Van Dam, how he basically Even Kane. had a stranglehold. Kane, how he had a stranglehold. Daniel Bryan to a lesser extent, but how he had this stranglehold. Later. Yeah. yeah, over Monday Night Raw. Um, how he politicked Austin. People's the role that they say he had between him and uh between him and Brent and Sean, like. There are things that Triple H is absolutely accused of um, that some of that shit he did, you know. But I've always said, and Trav, you can hold me to this. I always said, I don't think Triple H is a racist. I don't think Triple H is a sexist. I don't think Triple H is like anti-weed. I think Triple H knows how to talk to his boss right? in a way that he knows, you know, he was working for an old white man who cares about appearances. And how does he know how to talk to his boss, Cam? Did he have five, six years of of dealing with that boss as not the man, as under talent, as a, you know, a prominent talent, but not one that was, you know, making him Vince Pert money? He know how. You know, he got to watch all his homeboys go through it. He to, Vince told him, you're going to have to eat shit for a year, and you're going to have to like it. Yeah. And that man took that out, and that absolutely got him points. You know, there's no way around that. That absolutely won him favor, um, him sticking through that. And you know what? As somebody who says, don't listen to your boss, don't let these people run you, hey, man, it worked out perfect for Triple H. Right. You got the girl you wanted. You got the job you wanted a bunch of times. Like, cause again, Triple H was, he's not, uh, he's not Austin, he's not Rock, he's not Goldberg, he's not Brock, but what he is is, he's the guy who got to play heel to the biggest name in wrestling. Yep, effectively, too. He got to be, not just, like, you know. Angle, like, again, he got to be the bad guy in some of the greatest stories ever in wrestling. Um, and, you know. That breeds longevity and good for him. Like, genuinely, good for him. Um, you know? But the point was like him making his, of him kind of remaking his image and rewriting his legacy. And we talked about it frequently on this show from, say, 2012 when he kind of started becoming obviously the, you know, the boss in training uh, for the next few years it's like oh my god triple h is going to completely make the internet wrestling community that hated him for his politicking and his burials of folks or at least their perceived Mm -hmm. burials of folks over the years he is going to turn those same fans into a a door adoring adoring fans yeah i think that's what i'm trying to say adoring (laughs) and just personally 
I, you know, I'm like, yes, because I'm one of those people. I don't know if I'm adoring, but I certainly like the, his his outlook or his uh, his philosophy on how to book wrestling in you know, contemporary wrestling, you know, 2022 at least. Um, but you can't forget that he was a fucking prick and a scumbag, you know, behind the scenes yeah. right, for you know a decade plus. And a lot of that is, hey, he learned from Hogan, and he saw, he learned the business, and that's one thing you have to, you hear about, you hear about Triple H, how he eats, sleeps, breathes the business. It's like, well, what do you expect? Do you are you going? Do you expect me to have like a really good physique, like a really obviously natural, just country physique that I'm out there throwing hay bales, but then when I like fucking bear hug the shit out of you, you're like, oh, what? Like, I'm sorry. That's what I'm built for. That's what I do. I know this business. Like, I know it inside and out. So, naturally, I'm going to position myself. In the most, of course, you should. Anybody should. But everybody doesn't have the ability or the insight onto, oh, well, the psychology in this situation is this. So, I can't be the... I don't know. I think we're all good at certain things, and we know how to maneuver in those spaces. And pro wrestling, backstage shit just happened to be those, and obviously and in-ring shit, too. But, you know, just happened to be a thing that he knew and knew how to manipulate. And that's not inherently bad, because that was his career and his job. And, yeah. For all of the things that I say about, or not things that I say, the things that we say about Triple H, of all the things we say about Triple H, you know what time is going to forget, Travis? That what? Triple H found, not only found, but reclaimed, refound a kid. Ric Flair. Turned him oh. into, oh, oh. turned him into what should have been the next big thing, and the kid fucked it up. We're going to forget Triple H grooming Velveteen Dream in the mid Oh. him having basically yeah. PWG East on his roster. We're yeah. going to forget that. Like, Triple H literally had the next one. Like, he did some really good stuff with NXT. In that, like, of course there's going to be detractors about your Adam Cole and your Johnny Gargano's and your Champers, but the TV was good, number one. Number two, he had guys who should have been guys. Like Alistair Black should have been a guy. Ricochet mm. could still be a guy, but should have been a guy. Right. More Raiders should be guys. And they're trying to reclaim that. But you know what I mean? Like, he had Trash. some real hits. And the Memphis weren't necessarily his fault when they went from what he was doing to what they were doing. Like, I'm not a carrying cross guy, but it shouldn't have bombed like it did. Well, no, it shouldn't have, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, that's a that's just one of those kind of, not, not special cases, but it's not easy to, to just say why that didn't work. I think there are a lot of reasons. But and the main reason is carrying cross personality-wise just isn't, I don't think, fits the, the environment. Like, he's just, you don't grab me. Like, I don't care a ton about the guy and that's not a slight on him it's just i don't i'm not drawn to him yeah. even even his hot 
you know, flamboyant woman who's, who's out there to and draw attention to him. We're just talking mm-hmm. about men, like... Just don't care. Triple H, we got to give Triple H credit for Oscar. I mean, we got to give Oscar credit for Oscar, but... Right, 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 the right. The way Triple H booked her, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, Shayna should be more. It ain't necessarily his fault or not. That can still be a thing, but yeah, I'm, I'm assuming she absolutely will be a thing before the year's over. She's gonna be a killer. Like Triple H isn't stupid. Like he's like, yo, imagine if Ronda could do the things we asked her to do, on top of being Ronda. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, person, yeah, all the things that Ronda isn't good at, Shayna thrives at, and I mean that per, the personality yeah. stuff, the talking and the interacting with people, and the interacting with I, the crowd. She's just ass at all of those things. Yeah. She's just very good in the ring and with the physical with the physical stuff. Uh this is what we talking about I said we it's not gonna be about Vince's legacy, but we ended up talking about Triple H's fucking legacy. <laughs> but yeah, out of everything that happened since Friday, the uh, the biggest the biggest is the biggest news, the biggest um the reverberations is that Triple H is in charge of creative. Yeah. And Are there, what do you expect to see? Like, and we started talking about like a Shayna. Um, what do you expect certain acts to thrive with him in charge? Um, certain acts to maybe not thrive the way that they've been doing? Like, who do you see um, trending upward? Who do you see trending down? I could see Triple H getting a getting a bug going. I don't like how I had to basically give Apollo Crews away way super early to to keep Joe or whoever it was Finn Balor or whatever it was at the time wanted to keep away from Finn. Yeah. It was pretty obvious that. <laughs> He was like, uh, yeah, look at this guy. Look at him, Vince. And he's, you know, look with the, you know, played Vince's, you know, having, knowing, knowing your boss, knowing the psychology of the situation you're in. Yeah, Vince, you know, you love that all-American black guy with the muscles and everything. That he could be, he could be that guy. You know, and Vince is like, yeah, but you didn't even do, get to do any, your full run with him in the next team. He's like, no, 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 don't worry about it, Vince. He's the one you want. Let me keep Finn Balor down there with the indie guys, and you take him. He's TV ready. Look at him. <laughs> Even though he probably didn't want to, but you know, so I could see him getting a bug, uh, a bug in him. Like, you know what? I want to do something with Apollo Cruz. That's I, I don't know if it's. It might be too late. I think the, 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 the African Prince stuff might have doomed any like serious kind of stuff. But it, it, he might take the challenge. Yeah. Um, Trending downward? Uh, that's tough because you don't feel like, like I don't think I don't think theory's all of a sudden done. Yeah, they don't also they also they don't have. It's it's not nine months ago, it's not twelve yeah. months ago. They don't have sixty more wrestlers on the roster that uh, we could say, well, this person, this person, this person. Uh, those folks are gone. That's yeah. to me the question: Do we see? Who gets signed first under Triple H? Who gets signed first? Who gets bought back first? And obviously, who makes the jump from AEW, a current AEW star or up-and-comer or somebody of note from AEW? That actually might be the one, the number one one. But those three things. Can I say it? Uh, Can I say the thing that I, that yeah. I told you? 
When we were together, mm-hmm. listen, guys, listen to me. Listen to me sincerely. AEW wrestlers are telling each other, do not resign at the first contract offer you get. Take a look at what's going on before you make a decision. Okay? That's happening. Because they're not idiots. Like, that's not, I don't feel like I'm breaking news. Like, that's exactly what you do. Right. I mean, I think you got an entire roster of folks. Uh, okay, maybe not an entire roster. Everybody, everybody knows they don't have, you know, uh, everybody, you know, don't have a shot. But a decent portion of that roster went just went. Okay, things have changed. Obviously, like the landscape is different than what it was, you know, however many hours or days ago. That's just natural human career kind of stuff. I mean, I talked about it earlier with Triple H. I mean, it's just a natural thing. If you hear some shit about you work for a goddamn chain supermarket, whether you're, you know, uh, a stock guy or, you know, branch manager or regional, some shit happens with corporate shit above you or a merger or something, you, you, you're going to think, okay, what's my next move if XYZ happens or XYZ opportunity comes or whatever? I mean, you'd be an idiot not to. Your family would be disappointed in you if you did not think those things. Um, so it's a whole a different – a lot of folks in that locker room, in the AEW locker room, that just uh, went, okay, when is my – you know, looking looking at their contract extra close. Like, when am I due? When can I start getting offers without calling it tampering or if there's anything like that? Like, when can I start putting my feelers out and shit like that? When can I start dropping subtle shit on – on Twitter, if that's your bag, you know. So my my boss TK sees it and goes, "Oh, well, mm. yeah, yeah the that money might change. have to go up, dog. Not that he's not paying people. That money might have to jump up a little bit. Yeah, like, we always talk about the competition is good for WWE. It's it's uh, it's um, it's it's the driving force of when they were their best, they had Crockett to deal with, or they had the Crockett and the ter- rest of the territories to deal with and fucking WCW later on. Um, I think it's time that it could be said for AEW. It's, they've got to get their shit together. Like you going up against arguably the weakest WWE product, Ever. And folks in, you know, 1996, me is, I didn't watch it in 1996, but, you know, some folks in 94 or 95 might be like, for real? You you want to talk about the worst? I, or, yeah. Yeah. yeah AEW's got to step their shit up and become a real company now. Because I know people going, well, he beat Triple H the first time, you know, in the next, okay, you want to, Fucking die on that victory? You want to die on that victory of NXT 2.0? Pretty much throwing in the towel and leaving uh, Wednesday and going to Tuesday and all that? Fine. Like, okay. You can live on that victory and hold that shit up to the days fucking dark. But a motivate, not even motivated, but Triple H with something to prove with the resources behind him to 
to, you know, put those provings into action, man, we might be sitting here a year from now talking about the survival of AEW or the viability of AEW. And that might be a long, you know, things might have to really fucking go get out of control for that to happen. But we could. It is it is not outrageous to 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 make that claim or make that statement, I don't think. Travis. It's twenty twenty two, so what is that? Twenty four 25 years after DX, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are in charge of the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Shawn Michaels gets more. I don't even know if that's like a good thing or not, but, you know, Shawn Michaels is having it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wonder if, so like, a guy like Carmelo Hayes, who is a journalist that I really respect out of North Carolina, like, really respect. Um, I think he, I like him. I think he jokes with me more than I joke with him, and I don't always joke with everybody. Like, we're cool, but we ain't always boys, sure. but I respect him. One of those relationships. Like, Got it. He said Carmelo Hayes would be, uh, he would be heavyweight champ if he wasn't cam type. And I was like, you know what? One, fuck you. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, like, I, 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 I think my point was my hype never hindered me from doing anything. But mm-hmm. I understand why I was into Melo. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore, because, like, look, he ain't, of course, he ain't the tallest guy in the world, but yeah. I think he's more charismatic than everybody that size, not named Adam Cole. I never think about it. And he's out there with yeah, a guy never comes five, up. six inches taller than him, with Trick Williams. Trick Williams is, makes Carmelo Hayes obviously look 5'9", or whatever he is, right? And. Yeah. I, and I still don't think about it when I'm watching his matches or he's out there promo or doing an interview. Don't think. Never crosses my mind. Because never. Again, it's that thing you always say. With, and and I, I always, like, carry this when we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. You were like, where is the guy in NXT who dresses like Little Wayne? At the time, right. Little Wayne was that man. You know what I'm right. saying? And Melo is very much, like, again. A contemporary. In the, in the barbershop. Like, he, he talks yeah. like somebody in their mid to late 20s would talk, has, has the proper amount of arrogance, and jokes around with his friends, and be with the hoes. Like, yeah, this is what it should be. Like, I, see, I think they didn't do a good job with Damian Priest because, like, tall emo guy with women in the hot tub is weird for me just because I've never experienced that. But, okay. like, I got what Melo was doing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have that. Um, how that translates, it's even weirder, like, how that translates to the main roster, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have to anymore. Maybe it just is now. Hey, Sean, that thing you're doing down there, we're just going to put some dollars on it. Mike, yeah. Yeah, Sephiroth. You go outside with me. Let's see who that does what. Anyway, um, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, yeah, he talking shit about your head. <laughs> yeah, man. I know what's happening out here. <laughs> um, this is a head so yeah, fire. Um, let's not let's not lose this part because we easily could. You and I watched ROH together on Saturday. We did. What did you think of the show? Show was fine. Show was a borderline good show. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't even in an insulting way. Just it just was it was just a quality, uh, above average show. 
with some cool moments. You know what? You know what? I think I think the two out of three falls tag match makes it a good show. They, like, but like, I, I mean, like hands you, down, that's a good, that's a good, good. That, that was a great match. They're so, really yeah, 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 yeah. Let me re, reevaluate. So, yeah, um, it was a good show. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about the Gresham thing. Um, yeah. We talk about hype not hindering. I think, I think the Claudio match was out of nowhere, number one. Um, I absolutely think this was a, a gift to Claudio for making a jump. Um, I think Gresham had some really good matches on his, on his run, um, but, you know, this is a new regime. This is a new era. I hope he doesn't get lost in the shuffle, but I, I do understand his concerns about, like, why can't I just be a guy when all these other guys can just be guys? And I'll say this, and I don't want to say it in front of mixed company, but I think that there is more than just being a guy that hinders him. That's what I'm going to say. Because hmm. he's, he's superb in the ring. He can do it yeah. all, man. That kid is amazing. But I think that even in an ecosystem like AEW's, I think that there's still an entertainment aspect that they're going to have to figure out to make him viable. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, him, him as boots and shorts, uh, you know, guy out there who goes out and has really good matches, well, that's only going to go so far. And I'm sorry, but Boots and Trunks, you know, really good match guy is going to get passed over when fucking Claudio Castagnoli comes in and they have plans for him. And a storyline and history. Like, I'm just like, sorry. Like, it's not happening. I understand it's happening to him, uh, to Gresham. Like, it's so it's hard to stand back and go and, and understand or admire the, like, well, logically, this kind of makes sense. And I wouldn't put it past somebody to or hold somebody if they, like, that just makes sense. Like, if I'm trying to make that, if I'm trying to, one, get fucking Claudio over to my larger audience and, and at the same time make that title feel more important and all those things, like, it's just a no-brainer. Mm. Like, going into the – like, the match was made. It's one of those so obvious things, and I understand that it happened, it happened to, to uh, Jonathan Gresham, but yeah. everything that we went down since they booked that match or announced that match went exactly the way I expected it to go. Yeah. Except the finish. I thought there would be more of a – an exciting kind of, kind of finish. <laughs> it just yeah. was like a oh shit, wow. But again, I do appreciate that because we need some we need more of that in wrestling. And not everything has to be big fancy fucking lead up and everybody hits their spots or reverse you know, uh, it, yeah. Uh so that's not a bad thing. Um and it's the only thing that went that didn't went according to my assumptions and plans was him cussing out Tony Khan. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, if I fucking also, knew, you knew, so, I mean. Here's another thing. Yo. Apparently, you can cuss out Tony Khan. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, I don't know see, that's what happens when you're fucking. When, that's that's that. Well, Cam, when you're everybody's fucking friend, like you know, I I, I mockingly call him our friend TK or my friend TK because he's everybody's fucking homie, and you can't be everybody's fucking homie. I get it. He's thirty five or whatever. He's living it up. He's you know taking bumps at midnight and all the whole deal, but you know, you can't live that kind of boss life and then expect not to get cussed the fuck out. Some shit. Vince McMahon gets cussed out, I'm sure. But Vince McMahon but, gets cussed out by like three people. Right. Like, and and it's like after all kinds of pressure, 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 you know, shit done built yeah. over years, money, billions of dollars, yeah. WrestleMania main events and all kinds of shit like that is like on the line and in the mix. And you go, fuck I you, you old bastard. Like, to his defense, he does deal with wrestlers who have lived their lives with a bit more autonomy than a lot of guys in WWE has. So, like, I, I understand that part. But still, like, yeah, yeah. you can... You got to do something about that. You tell Tony Khan how you feel. You're not supposed to really be able to tell the billionaire how you feel. Like, even in, like, football, well, to relate to well, fun, you're well. supposed to be able to tell the GM how you feel or the coach how you feel. And then they relate to the billionaire boss. Well, we ain't seen MJF and, you know, just kayfabe. Like, just like <sighs> Tony Khan might have got cussed out and called a fucking mark, but what's Tony Khan going to do? Punch the guy in the face? No. The only power he has is, well, all right. But, yeah. But in the long run, is that like a good thing? Is that a whole different conversation with those two specifically? Uh, I wonder. I do. I I would like. uh, I would like that man's uh, uh, MJF's opinion on (laughs) the Triple H. Uh, I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's like fuck. I wish he could have hung in there two or three more years, or or if he's more excited. A guy like him. Could you imagine? What uh, are you are you coming by on Saturday if you can? Oh yeah. Imagine the pop if Seth Rollins' mystery opponent is MJF. <laughs> the fucking oh my god! <sighs> oh my god! Seth would mm, that would like cement a part of Seth's fucking legacy right there. Like, back-to-back main shows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, he fucking... I don't know when the Riddle thing happened. I'm sure the injury was before the spot. But, man, that spot looked good. It looked like it didn't do anything, so they showed it to me again. I was like, oh, that could kill a guy. But even if he doesn't hit anything, your neck's not supposed to do that. What happened? When he put it between the stairs and gave him the stomp. Oh. Yeah, that actually, like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Damn, okay, that so that's a good transition. Uh, you want to get into these SummerSlam picks real quick? Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay. Uh, the Mysterios and Judgment Day. By the way, really good tribute to Ray, I think. Like, I, I did appreciate that tribute. I thought they overdid um, it with the Judgment Day stuff. Like, all the segments. Like, no, all the... Just the streets. Not, not the after, but just the tribute. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the tribute was good. Uh, I was waiting for Ray to get interrupted, and, you know, he got to cut an entire, you know, 12-minute thing, and that is the entirety of all his promos, um, you know, uh, 20 years before that. <laughs> and I don't think that's a big exaggeration. <laughs> like, if you were to add up all the Ray promos, not interviews, just him standing in the ring either by himself or with, with people. How many? How long did he get to talk? And was it more than yeah. <laughs> all added up? Was it more than what he got to say on Monday? <laughs> but you know that was good. Uh, it's just like when Dominic does his when he's like, you know, you're going to carry the Mysterio name, and I was just like, Ugh. you know, like Dominic's shown a lot and gotten a lot better in the two years he's been around. But you know, like that's a a heck of a legacy to try to carry on, man. Like, hey, Travis, really quick. Jay Ray, you're asking too many questions. Keep going, Travis. Is Ray the only major star that has never been here? Hmm. Uh, like, as I'm trying to find a name. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Oh, oh, and speaking of, I've really... Do you think uh, going back to the Triple H thing? I just do want Goldberg's to say. Goldberg's never been healed. Goldberg's never been healed. They turned him heel on some dumb shit in WCW. Like, even if it was WCW? like for th- for three weeks, like it happened. So you okay. can't even you yeah, can't even so uh, like they tried. I don't think it took, but I think they did at least try. And it's just like what the fuck. Uh, but Triple H did. We do have to give Triple H credit or blame <laughs> for revitalizing Ric Flair. Yes. Yes. Um, you, that's who I thought you were saying you earlier when he, when he took somebody. But like, is this player, yeah, is this thing Sunday? Friday. It's either. Well, don't get me lying. I don't know. I don't it's know when that actual. What's the last day of the month? Uh, the last day of the month is Sunday. So yeah, his is Sunday. Requires is Sunday. Sunday. So, yeah, they got the whole – and StarCast is Saturday, or is it also yeah. Sunday? I think, I think StarCast is Saturday, or is it Friday? Yeah. Somebody right. knows. Somebody knows. I know, like, Rick's doing StarCast. I was like, that's cool. Have fun. Don't know what they're going to make you do. Enjoy. Yeah. Speaking of that real quick, uh, yeah, his dad housing thing, like – even people I don't like, we all agree that, like, yeah, it's, it's time. They know it's time for it. That's going to be fun. Um, but, yeah, so you blame him for the revitalization of Ric Flair. Is it the worst thing in the world? <laughs> I mean, is Ric Flair still around if Triple H didn't give a fuck about him in 2003? Absolutely not. He is... There's probably no star cast without Triple H. Why? Really? What's the uh, connect? Well, star cast goes he's back to what? Around, he's around long enough to 
the people who have Ric Flair nostalgia are still kind of tapping into shows, and so they still want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's very much a thing. Like, Conrad super serving that audience also has to do with that audience sticking around long enough to still see Ric Flair and want to hear from him and know about him, I think. Yeah, Ric Flair. Whew, what a, yeah. It's going to be a... so disappointed. <laughs> no, I mean, just, uh, you know. I, hopefully it's just a patty cake match, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be. I think Ric Flair is going to be like, oh, I'm, I can do it, and I can be out, go out there and do some shit. Uh, Does the team still without being next to Ric Flair? Yeah. Hmm. Damn, I want to say yes, but Ric Flair did lend, absolutely lend that whole group, but Batista specifically, because he was the, the first one he really, Rick, I mean, shit, he won the damn tag titles with, with Batista. Uh-huh. Um, he did lend Batista an air of, not credibility, because Batista had that, but an air of, there's, there's some, like, credibility and you belong to be different things. But, like, Ric Flair don't let everybody be next to him at, at that level. Like, when he got the TNA, right. you know, whoever whoever wanted, I need them, I need that check. But, yeah. And not even saying it was Ric Flair's idea, because, of course, this is a group that Triple H is building, right? But, yeah. Somebody said Batista is Bull Buchanan without Ric Flair. Ooh. Ooh, oh, Lord. That's, that's rough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. What was his line? It wasn't believe that. Word or whatever. Booyah! I think maybe that's what it was. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> Bull fucking Buchanan. Ah. Uh, it is. It is. Things are looking up. I tell you that. Just, just as, just because, just to have something to talk about beyond just oh this angle, this promo, this match. Um. There's like a just a genuine excitement, and I wonder. I wonder what I. I do wonder what Vince thinks. I, I bet it's along the lines of. I ain't on social media or around people who are, so I don't know that fans are fucking... But there's no way he hasn't gotten a hint of the joy. Right? Like, he understood his... Yeah. Like, he understood that he wasn't liked. That no... Like, that 1998 or 2001 genius Vince... Was it like he wasn't that same guy? Like, yeah, they'll show, they'll fucking bow at me at TV because they're dumb fucking marks on TV. But the scuttlebutt and what they say when they don't know I'm maybe listening or reading, I see what they, I know, I know the vibes. And I wonder, yeah, this week or these last few days, is he, is he, is he heartened? Like, oh shit, well, look at the interest. <laughs> oh, oh, what the fuck was that raw number? Please, somebody tell me last yeah. week's raw number and, and Monday's raw number. I didn't put a number on it. I didn't say, oh, they're going to get a half a million jump or a million. But I did say it would be significant and noticeable and obvious. 
They should have had Titus O'Neil yeah. open the show. I'm sure there's, there's something there. And then again, like Friday is probably going to be a bit of a jump, but it's coming Monday, boy. That's going to be the one. <laughs> Wait, damn, Sephiroth. <laughs> there's definitely a WWE group chat with a dozen rest in piss memes after Vince left. Oh, for sure. For sure. What? 1.9. You got to give put some put that in context, Jay Ray. What was the you know the last week or the week before that? Like were they just consistently doing 1.5s? So, all right. Let's. Uh, I mean, that's the thing to talk about. For sure. They only went up a hundred and thirty thousand. Mm. Well, maybe that's that wrestling fans. Mm. I would have thought that would have got some folks back, like just out of pure. Yeah, I, think, I think we're looking at after SummerSlam. I think we're looking at okay. We know that this show's written again. People who I think the people who would change for this people who were in the know, right? We know this show's already planned out. We know what it's leading into. Let's see what happened back. Um, yeah, man. Um, so you want to you get to these predictions before we get to callers? Anyway? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we were going to do. All right. Okay. So we started. I know we, we definitely went off on a tangent there. What do you got? The Mysterios or the Judgment Day? Um, no DQ. I've got Judgment Day. I mean. I like that Ray is getting physical with guys because she's fucking big. And like yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got Judgment Day. I think it's a good time. They have the advance. Well, well, Edge is. Uh, hmm. You'd think Edge would be would would be there to to offset Rio or any other kind of uh, yeah, like shenanigans. Like, you know. But I'm still gonna go with Judgment Day. Nikita Lion Hawk, would you stop? Um. Okay. Uh, Logan Paul in the mid. I definitely got Logan Paul. Like, this ain't time to stop that momentum. Um, which should be fun. He's really athletic. Miz can play to anybody. I think that's going to be a fun match. So, Wade... She mushed the shit out of Aaliyah. Wade thinks Becky is going to be Bianca. I don't see it. I, I, it's hard for me, obviously, as though coming back and watching my first first Raw in, in a long time. But I just don't know if is the juice there? Has, is the because ain't nothing it's, wrong she with with contender like a week ago. But it's been one of those things where she's been in Bianca's face and, and her coming out doing announce you know announcing during the matches and shit. So it ain't out of nowhere or anything. Um, For sure. Didn't she say before the Bianca, uh, she said before the Bianca Carmella match, like, whoever wins, I'm the number one contender. I I don't know if she can just say that or if she won a thing to be able to say that, but that was what they ran with. So it doesn't seem like it's out of nowhere or, you know, it seems like people knew this was coming, right? Um, So I could see Becky win, and it's it's been built up enough, but, but like you, I don't see it. Sorry, Jacob, you're talking to me. 
Um, she's got some momentum, or, or Bianca does. Yeah. Why I don't think you would even think for Bianca Becky. Would change, um, yeah, and I think they get to Rhea and Bianca by Survivor Series. I don't think they. Man, Triple H, please wait till wait till WrestleMania. You can right. I was about to say why why not wait till WrestleMania? Yeah. But no, be actually no. Alexa Bliss is going to be the next challenger. At least that's what she says. So I definitely. Uh, think yeah. uh, if I had to, I had, God, she, she, who she beat? Dewdrop. I was just like, I was sitting here, with my homegirl watching this show, like, and she, we both fuck with Dewdrop, <laughs> and we just like, kind of a collective, like, yeah, when she like, beat her, I, yeah, just so unbelievable. It's just. I don't buy it. And even when she gets like serious in her promos and she's like, you know, I'm going to run this division or whatever the line was, the, the sign off line. It's just like, I, sorry, mean girl, you know, tiny little mean girl. Like I don't, <laughs> I did like the Lily makes her own money line. That's fucking awesome. Lily getting paid. That baffles me that she's the number one thing with, for so long, she was not, neither her or Bray were on TV doing anything. And when they were, it was garbage. Like, how is that ugly, dumb fucking looking doll? I guess it's like, because it's an ugly, dumb looking fucking doll. And maybe people buying it ironically. I don't think so. Though. I think people, it's over. Obviously, it's over. Uh, Lily. Oh, did you hear the the the, the rumors, the little scuttlebutt, the the speculation that Poppy is uh, is back under the umbrella? You know, Triple H is 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 back is in charge. All of a sudden, a buff Poppy, like Poppy got the Valkyrie and fucking Mighty Thor arms, and she's going to be the living embodiment of Lily. <laughs> did you hear that? I didn't hear it, but I'm with it. Oh my God! You want Poppy? I'm Poppy. To be, uh, I don't know. I, I know Triple H loves him some Poppy for whatever fucking reason. I can't imagine he fucks with her. He got her albums and shit. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, Poppy is Lily, and she's got the goth thing. She can do the makeup and the you know stupid outfit. She can't make herself ugly and have those big bean teeth. But. But, all right. What's the next match? Next thing we got would be Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey. I said Liv retains, but how? How? How does it happen? You said, how does it happen? Yeah, how the fuck does it happen? And what, wait, I'm, I'm confused. Like, the match or the... I don't even How does she retain? Because I think she oh. retains. Who, Liv Morgan? I do think Liv Morgan retains. I, I, I don't know. Nuclear, uh, you know, somebody... <laughs> dirty Bomb gets snuck into the fucking arena? I don't know what the Shana, fuck. Does Shayna come out and, and finally get in Ronda's face? And then we start that? Uh, that would be <laughs> now you got my interest because I want that to be the other match at WrestleMania. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can make it that far with the uh, with 
keeping the interest on Ronda Rousey, but but probably, especially with Shane on TV every week talking shit, um, or every every third week dropping you know jabs or whatever. Rhea and Bianca fancy Mexican roll ups. Hilarious. Hilarious. Who does fancy Mexican roll ups? Liv. Okay. Uh, yeah, if her gimmick was I get leverage pins all the time, that would be fine. That'd but be cool. I, yeah, I'm not getting hit with Liv Morgan's power move and then laying down one, two, three. Like that would be hard for me to take as a <laughs> as a person on the other side of that equation. Oh yeah, roll me up, schoolgirl. Leverage print my Easter cradle. Go ahead, you got me. <laughs> um, I don't know how she retains Cam. Um, Jesus maybe jumps over to jumps over to barricade and stabs Ronda and in the cage. Somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I fuck it. I don't know. Blatant DQ, but you can't. Liz ain't going. Liz is a baby face and yeah. an admirable admirable character. You can't have her out there. Cheating. Okay. I don't know. So I'm. I since I don't know, I can't figure out how she wins. I'm gonna say Ronda wins. Ronda takes her fucking title back, as she should. The Usos and the Prophets. Now, I, I think this is just gonna be. We're 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 talking Usos New Day territory, where we're just gonna. You know, every four months, <laughs> you know, from these guys. Get or or, or or twice every you know twice in a you know whatever back to back months twice a year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm oh. titles are on the line. Right. Mm-hmm. I gotta go Usos. Okay. Got it. I don't. I don't. Oh, did you notice that when in Theory's promo, when he's talking shit to Roman and them, he said, I'm going to cash in on you and become the undisputed WWE universe, blah, blah, blah. He ran the whole thing down. So I thought they would, Roman, when Roman would finally lose, like say he lost to Brock Saturday, and he goes, oh, well, here, here's your WWE title back that I took from you a year or whatever ago. You ain't taking both of these motherfuckers. They was not, but they can't now. If they were vague yeah. about it and never spe- and never said anything, uh, they they had that option. Now theories out there like I'm gonna beat you and take both of your titles with this cash in. And I don't know if that was if they thought about it, but I can't imagine they. I don't. I can't imagine they didn't. I don't think yeah. the theory went out there and said the line on his own. Or or botch the uh, thing, and so either they're just going to do the thing. Ah, nobody paid attention to that tidbit. Um, so Roman can still keep, you know, lose one title and keep the other kind of thing. Um, but I just I don't see the Usos. Uh, I, I still they're going to keep that that gimmick going, the bloodline, all the titles, and I don't see why. How is Jeff Jarrett going to play? In, how is Jeff Jarrett going to play into it at all? I have no idea. Yeah. I, as good as funny, I did not want to like the end of that segment. 
because you had, you know, wrestlers being chastised. I just don't like wrestlers being chastised. But at least it was by another wrestler and an older wrestler and one that's been recently put in a, 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 a position of power, at least for the one match that they, both teams obviously care about. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, maybe nobody was willing to, 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 to cross the ref in that situation just to get a snotty line off. And it was funny because it's like, oh, look at him there. It's like fucking school kids. But I don't want wrestlers looking like fucking school kids. But those yeah. two teams pulled it off. So I'm willing to be like, ah, it's, you know, I don't want to be old man. Like, everybody should be a rebel and punching and ref in the face. Like, no, but. But because those because those two teams absolutely demolished the roles and and none of their credibility, you know, because they were both chastened and they, so so it's like all right, you know, Jeff didn't come in and scold one and not the other. He made a point to put both of them in their place. So if you're going to do it, that's the way. It's, I, I'm fine. Yeah, I got. I got the street province because I feel like I have to. They were so close. They were so close. But I don't know how um, Jeff factors in, though. I uh, I think he just calls it down the middle. Or we'll get that thing where the Usos accidentally hit him, and then like two minutes later, one of the prophets accidentally, and they keep everything even, so he has no reason to. He has no reason to break out the old slap nuts and bash anybody over the head. I need Ezekiel to come out and hand him a guitar. Who? I need Ezekiel to come out and hand. Oh shit! Jeff Jarrett to be Right, he had the beef with Elias, not Ezekiel. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for what my brother did to you. Here, here's here's a guitar to make things right. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Um, I got the I got the street profits winning that because I don't want them to break up just yet. I don't think it's time yet. But hey, I could definitely see Triple H because again, street profits. Montez Ford specifically want to hit it, you know? So you might think it's time. I don't think he would throw Dawkins to the wayside because he knows what it's like to be the other guy next to the guy. But Yeah, uh, and also, I, I don't think he's like – he was – he was. I, I don't know if, if Triple H was doing so intently doing the NXT. I think so when Dawkins was first showed up when he was doing his backpack thing. That was Triple H. He didn't push him to the moon or even close. And he was, like Brian said in his email last week on VIP, he's, you know, jobber to the stars in 2014, to the NXT stars. But Triple H, I had to work with him. And I don't think he's, uh, he's, he's not like Triple H is not a fan of Angelo Dawkins. He's made it this far and he made it all the way through NXT with the, the, the stellar, you know, with a good run there and all those things. So, yeah, I don't think Triple H is 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 jonesing to uh to break those guys up or or to 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 shoot Montez to the moon without Angelo. And like you said, he knows what what that's like. And anybody can see, especially a Triple H guy who's a you know, he had to work really hard to overcome, you know, not being a super flashy guy in fucking 1999 <laughs> when it was all about being really flashy one way or the other. You were you know, even if you're Mick Foley wasn't flashy, but he was flashy. Y'all know what I'm saying. Um, I think he understands to be in the, the fucking glue guy of a of a group or of a team. 
and seen the improvement that we've all seen. If anybody's seen it, if I see it, Triple H fucking been seen it. So, yeah, but that's a good reason, and that's a good reason to want them to win. <laughs> like, oh, if they yeah. win, then they bring it up. Or it could be the beginning of the end, Cam. All of a sudden, Montez, they the chance. Montez, you know, thinks he is a 60-40 kind of relationship with those yeah. <laughs> bad guys. <laughs> okay, so uh, Bobby Lashley in theory for the U.S. title. Lashley's going to retain. Like, right, like Lashley's going to retain. We got to throw, because I think that gives Theory the best chance of cashing in. Like, not winning, and then out of frustration or cunning, trying to win. I don't, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think Bobby loses. Um, I don't think Theory cashes in either or tries to cash in. Mm. I think that was just talk for TV. I, got you. I think Roman put the fear guide in him that he's like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to. Maybe I don't want to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I th- I was I was I like that like that the, the little bash to the back of one of the Usos the Romans like no 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 need to have a little brawl here beat him down let let him let him think he got one over on us and then uh, you know they showed up later and, and put him back in his place uh, so yeah I don't think there's going to be a, a legit attempt at uh, I think the idea is for theory to hold that to hold that brief. Briefcase, at least for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. I got Lashley winning that. Pat McAfee, Happy Corbin. Gotta be Pat, right? Uh, oh, now they want uh, Corbin winning matches? No, it's gotta be Pat McAfee. Like, the whole point of what I've known about, I've been following along with this thing going on for however long it's been going on. It's, uh, yeah, like it's all, it's set up for the baby face, Pat McAfee, and probably Madcap will also be involved in some, in some way. I don't know why this is on pay-per-view. They could have. Should be fun. Pat's going to do something athletically he's not supposed to be able to do. Um, and yeah, that should be really fun. And they're gonna, I think he's gonna get the biggest pop of the night for a baby face. You know who I've been thinking about lately? Kenny Jones. What was the move he did? Oh, man, Kenny Dykstra. Did he, did he grab, did he do the leg drop where he grabbed, uh, his instep, when, you know, as he jumped? Was that him? Like mid-air. I think mid-air, so. grab his, grab his. Yeah, I know it was a leg just, drop. Yeah, I think so. Kenny fucking Doan. I saw him on the. He was on that damn uh, Dragon Gate show I went to back in 08 or 09. Dragon Gate. Oh. Yeah. When that was still a thing. When that was when that was what was popping out here. Mm-hmm. All right. Who else? What other matches we got? We got the main event: Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Oh. Oh, it's not like a super loaded card. 
Yeah, what do you, what do you, I mean, I think Roman retained. I don't, Brock winning would be like this huge, crazy swerve, right? Like, yeah, it would. oh, he's sticking around. I absolutely I, loved how Paul framed the, the, the matchup. You know, like, what can we say about this fucking match? You know, match, uh, you know, 75 of this of this rivalry, not fuse. Yeah, maybe they're fuse now. Um, and it was, Brock's always ruining shit for people. Yeah, fucking it up. <laughs> and it makes Roman's reign, no pun intended, that much more noteworthy. Like, oh, shit. You know, because he's putting it on the level of, you know, 21 and 0 or 21 and 1 or whatever it was. He's putting it on the mm-hmm. same level as uh, uh, whatever he he bigged up and pumped up Brock over the years of ruining. Oh, <laughs> talk about Randy Couture was the, was the greatest heavyweight. Like Randy Couture was 48 years old and was 92. Just, Wait, we're just waiting for a fucking young guy to come in and fucking pound his face in, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, but yeah, he really uh, framed the matchup very well to the point where I was just like, okay, that that might have been a little much, but but I think uh, the casuals could could buy it. Um, and it did it did that thing Paul does made both people. That much more important. I get to see mm-hmm. he put, he's putting Brock over while saying he ain't shit and, you know, come in here and you fuck shit up too good, Brock. You ain't going to do that to us, though, you know. Yeah. This is where that shit ends. Absolutely, yeah. And the main reason I wasn't buying it is because, like, Roman's won the last two matches. It's just like, you ain't got nothing to prove. It ain't like no... Uh, you know, Brock's got your number kind of thing. Like, no, you've been a champ for two years and and you know, and you've won both high profile matches against Brock Lesnar in those two years. Those two or three HL, hey, you beat him like three straight. Like So but I get it. They're trying to create a narrative. I I, I understand. So yeah, all right. Let's. Uh, damn, we done talked up a storm. Let's see. We've got a couple folks on the line. I don't want to forget this. Oh, that's VIP. So we can. We can. Oh, that won't be answered. Because we're not doing the VIP shit. Uh, okay, let's talk to some folks. Kylan's been hanging on for a bit, so let's uh, go to him. Tyler, what's on your mind? What up? Oh, lot, Travis. How are you doing this week? Doing all right, man. What's on your mind? Ah, well, let's see. Well, Travis, you got the main half of your wish there, pal. Yeah. And again, I think I said it when we talked about it two or three weeks ago, that it wouldn't be the biggest, you know, Triple H being the the heir apparent is kind of what he's been, you know, being groomed for for the last 10 years. So 
uh, no biggie there. But yeah, what? I, I think what? I think when he yeah. starts reestablishing yeah, his team, we're going to. Uh, that's when that's when things get real exciting. Yeah. yeah. All I of a mean, sudden, William like, Regal's back in the fold. The Black Blackpool Country Club or Combat Club is, you know, <laughs> you know, lost their mentor. Well, I mean, Triple Triple H has always been groomed as heir apparent, but you know, ever since he came down with the viral pneumonia mixed with the genetic heart defect, and his team was dismantled, Wade did his best to make sure everybody tempered their expectations and made sure that we knew it may not happen, but I'm certainly glad that it did. And I'm I'm more excited now uh, as a fan and and contributor here than I have been in my nearly 20 years as a as a general wrestling fan. Well, it's exciting times, uh, and that and that says a lot. That, that like one guy leaves who wasn't even a talent on TV, and and it generates uh, all kinds of buzz. Like that shouldn't. Yeah, again, that's why I think it's, there's no way Vince hasn't gotten a whiff of of the reaction because this should just be a oh man, thank you Vince, you know, <laughs> kind of feel, but it's not. At least by the the, the 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 vocal people. Think 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 about this traffic, which I'm I'm sure you have, even though you haven't officially said it. after after Saturday, presumably. We now get to see a WWE and an NXT brand, respectively, that have that have Triple H's full unfettered vision on them, where he will no longer, presumably, ever have to worry about hearing things like Paul. Don't push that guy. I don't like his ugly face. Or I don't like his Damn. accent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think NXT, black and gold, absolutely was Triple H's vision. It just wasn't. It's, it's you know, it's like leasing a car. Like, yeah, it's my shit, but, you know, can, I'm, I'm <laughs> one mispayment. I'm referring to the last ten months. Sure. Well, yeah, absolutely. But but we did get to see his vision. But we'll get to see that vision with, uh, like you said, he won't have to 
have stuff in, in the back of his mind, like, uh, should I put, should I have this feud now, even though it doesn't necessarily make sense and how everything's going, but Vince is probably going to call this guy up after WrestleMania, and then I will obviously won't have access to him here, so should I, t- you know, that kind of stuff won't happen, and, and stories won't be interrupted, and pushes like, uh, Apollo Crews, who I think if he had more time to connect with the NXT audience, he would have ultimately been better prepared. Not prepared. The audience, the main roster audience would have been better prepared. That's a better way of putting it. Would have been better prepared for Apollo Crews. Um, so yeah, that kind of stuff won't be happening. But yeah, uh, Triple H, I'd, I'd like to be a fly on the wall of the conversations him and Steph had, like immediately after finding out Vince was retiring, like obviously before he tweeted it, you know what was their business conversations? Like, okay, was it immediately? Uh, okay, let's start putting this in motion and doing this and doing that, and you know, kind of like what I assume, or or did they have to sit back for a minute and? Kind of just look at each other like, wow, <laughs> did you ever think this would happen? Like, Steph's like relatively, you know, young, you know, still a young woman, you know, 40, sure. not even mid 40, she's about my age. And, you know, she's not, she's not, I'm sure she thought, I'm not going to fucking run this place till I'm in my goddamn 60s. Yeah, I'm going to be an old lady. Yeah. Um, and she gets to, uh, so, gets to run, run the, the run of the place. With uh, with all her youthful exuberance and all that kind of thing. Yeah, go ahead, Kyle. So in 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 terms of questions, y- yeah. y'all can take take these and do what you want with. How how <laughs> first one? How soon do you expect to see NXT? Get get rid of this in my and I'm sure your and Cam's opinions as mm-hmm. well. Hot hot steaming garbage juice in NXT two 2.0 yeah. formula stuff and part 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 and question two who yeah. will who will Triple H's core booking vision, visionary team be? That's the interesting question, Kylan, and thank you for the call. Appreciate you as always. Obviously, we we would just speculate as we did a few weeks ago. Some in uh, some were serious, some were a little more tongue in cheek, but. You know, obviously Paul Heyman, we would assume, would be somewhere in that mix right at the forefront of the creativity. And it's just a matter of who else fills out that team. And and do and how much does he scale back on the writers? And how does WWE in a year look more like NXT 2018 did. So everybody in place is Triple H's folk. 
you know, Kevin Dunn is out the fucking door. Pritchard's gone. At least as far as making creative decisions. Well, folks hanging around because they know the fucking logistics of stuff. Fine. Jeff Jarrett's the fucking, would they announce him? <laughs> Pat McAfee, somebody was like, what? Live events coordinator? Jeff Jarrett? I was like, really? Yeah, <laughs> state his, his current title as if people know or give a fuck or want to know, but whatever. Uh, um, but that was definitely the point of the line. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, who does he put in place? And, and does it look like are, are there no more writers? Or not even no more writers, because I think writers have, I'm sorry, but 20 years, 22 years of Hollywood writers or outside writers has made their mark on maybe not pro wrestling, but WWE, certainly. So I don't, I don't think they will, he would just go, oh, there are 12 writers on the staff that are all like outside soap opera writers or, or sitcom guys or whatever. They're all gone. But nah, I think he'll keep the, the best folks, the folks that have wrestling minds and the people that don't care about wrestling won't have much of a place in Triple H's run company. Like, you got to at least, like, the opposite events. Like, I don't want nobody being a fan. Like, Triple H don't want fanboys signing up and trying to be under him and, and marking out and all that shit. Of course, who would? Um, but I don't think he would just uh, get them all out of the paint. I think he's going to keep the folks that have that that right mainstream stuff or at least attempted to write mainstream stuff but have wrestling wrestling minds and had no more than just the last 15 years or no more than just WWE wrestling. I think just the culture, the mindset, because in so many ways, he's just in important ways. He's the opposite events. Like, yeah, he's a body guy. Totally. All those things, but he's not going to let that because he's a personal you know, he likes bodybuilding, and he probably likes guys that, like, he, sure, maybe in Triple H's perfect world, everybody would be 6'1 to 6'5, you know, between 210 and 310 pounds, or, you know, somewhere in between. But he's certainly not going to let let that bias keep him from making money or keep him from engaging the audience and all that kind of shit, so... Yeah, he's just the opposite of Vince in, in, in such key areas. The fan the fan stuff, how he's like, no, I want you to think about wrestling. I want you to go home and think about this shit. I don't look at you, look down on you for watching wrestling and, and analyzing it in a way that we did, the click did in the fucking car on our rides that gets so talked about and legend, uh, lionized or whatever where, you know, but... But I think that's just all marketing. Like, I don't think Vince respects that stuff. I think he respects it in the, oh, they came, they did half the work. I don't have to come up with all the shit for DX or all the shit for, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Diesel and X-Pac and all that shit. But, you know, he doesn't, we all know he doesn't appreciate wrestling fandom because he's not a fan of wrestling. Yeah. It's in so true. many ways. We're we're in for a ride, and I think it's going to be a good ride. Yeah. Uh, 
And those little things that are dropping, when we hear that this guy got bought in and Triple H is position, yeah, that's going to be the fun and exciting stuff over the next two to six months, two to, two to 12 months. Because this isn't going to be an over. It can't be. This is a fucking giant goddamn uh, aircraft carrier. This bitch is not pulling hairpin turns. You wouldn't want to try to make a pull a hairpin turn because all your airplanes and shit going going to <laughs> going to slide off into the fucking ocean. So you gotta you gotta set your course and you gotta navigate the environment around you and turn this bitch around. And it's not a, it's not going to be a, a a quick process. But I don't think it's going to be slow either. I don't think I don't think we're going to be. I don't think 2023 is going to get here and you know what? I can't say that because I don't know how contracts work and stuff, but I don't think Kevin Dunn is going to be around in six months. Certainly not a year. He just doesn't have a place in the triple H. He he said it. I'm done. When Vince is done, I'm done. And Vince is done. So he should have fucking tweeted. I'm retiring y'all five minutes after Vince did. Yeah. Although, yeah, Roddy Strong is not going back to that turn of the park. Make that official. Roddy been staying in a couple of Quintas and shit recently, trying to stave off, you know, having to go back. But things things broke his way. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't got to go back. All right, let's try to get a few more calls in here. Uh, Boris, you got something for us real quick? What up? Hey, guys, real quick. Where does Cody Rhodes fit in this? Will he get his few matches in and become a booker? And will he bring in MJF? Oh, shit. I didn't even think about the, that connection, if there <laughs> even is. I mean, obviously, there's a connection, but is there like a, 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 you know, does MJF need or want Cody Rhodes to be his uh, his guy to, 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 to pump him up and to try to, is Cody Rhodes? Does Cody Rhodes want fucking MJF showing up? Right, not and, a and, not up front, but yeah, he's another guy like MJF who I think maybe Cody was like, oh shit, he could have just hung on for another two years, like fuck, <laughs> you know, like just not the best relationship with Triple H, <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. So when Cam and I were t- when he was talking about his upwards downwards trajectory. I don't think Cody Rhodes got any kind of downwards trajectory going. Because I think Triple H sees that. I don't give a fuck how much I didn't like the kid six, eight years ago. Well, not even didn't like him, but marginalized him or buried him or however he thinks maybe he did. Uh, or Cody thinks that he was buried by Triple H specifically. He's like, Triple H, I doubt we hold that against Cody if he knows. Um, Especially at this point where Cody's like, Cody's over and going to make the company money if they if they do things right. Right. So I think Triple H would go. Let's do things right and yeah. It's about as much as as much as a piece of shit Triple H was to other talent on TV, getting his little snide remarks in all that shit. I I think he because he understands the power of that shit. I don't think. He, like I think he understands. Like, he will not let that get in the way of making money on TV with somebody. How far is, is Brandy Rose not bringing HR shit into <laughs> onto, onto screen? Go ahead. I said, how far is Brandy Rose behind? Now you know the regime is changed. How far behind is Brandy Rose? You know she can't stay off TV for too long now. No. 
No, I think, and thanks for the call, but I think she'll stay right where she is, off TV. As much as Cody Rhodes is over, Brandy Rhodes is not. Cody Rhodes has got over by the strength of Cody Rhodes' personality and the matches he had and the feud with Seth Rollins. Brandy Rhodes would not, I don't know if she'd take away, but she wouldn't add to that. Match, she might take away. She might make fans, some fans resent him, even if it's 2%. Like, why even? Because she doesn't add anything. Like, she doesn't bring anything special to that act. She doesn't make, she, uh, she's not Maurice. She doesn't, and Miz doesn't need Maurice, but Maurice certainly adds to the Miz's act. Cody doesn't need Brandy, and she doesn't add to it. So why fucking even, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, let's try to fit one more in. Craig, is that you? What up? It's me. What's on your mind? How you doing? Doing all right. Uh, I, How you I feeling? I had uh, oh, you know, hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Going to the hospital. But uh, I haven't had any kind of internet access or any of that. What? Uh, since, since last Thursday. So is all your is all your home. internet connection shit at home? Like I do remember hearing your phone. You don't do well, shit on your phone until you're home when you get like I guess Wi Fi or whatever. Here's the thing: when you're when you go to the emergency room, don't get a suicide. It's like saying bomb in the airport. Well, <laughs> yes, Craig. Maybe don't say that because. Jeez. Uh, they, yeah, well, you're they, talking they, to they, us, so they don't have you like in a padded room or anything, do they? No, there's a there's a housekeeper in here, and you you set up to have a thing. Um, the uh, no, they took my laptop, my phone, my tablet, oh. my clothes. They they cut my underwear off, like the jaws of life, and I'm like, what the hell happened? And so I wasn't allowed to use my phone until. Today or last night, and playing. What are you gonna do with your phone or your laptop? Like smash your head in with it? I, I don't. I have no idea. I Order a fucking Uber hitman. Damn. You got to swipe. You got to swipe over on the Uber app. It's, it's there. Say what, Craig? I'm sorry. You were lamenting that you wanted. You're talking about news that's like. A week old by now, and I'm like, yeah, that's all right. I haven't listened to the news. Yet, so <laughs> Don't be selfish, Craig. <laughs> There's more people in the world than just you behind on your news. Yeah. <laughs> they heard it all. Uh, so, so when and where did you hear about Vince? It wasn't. Was it yesterday? No, no. I'm not scrolling Twitter looking for wrestling. Holy shit. So you found out Vince is retiring from us an hour and a half ago or whatever? Yeah. I saw something from um, Adam Pierce earlier. I thought it was funny. It just showed up on top of my feed. Uh-huh. And it was like him doing a, uh, um official announcement thing. And I clicked on it because he was kind of sad about it. Yeah. And it ended up being a pretty good video. But... That's it, and it didn't say anything about Vince retiring or Triple H or any of that crap. Wow. So this was like old school, like out of the loop. 
uh, yeah, no internet. Like, you just got to wait till. Remember having to wait till Raw to find out what happened on the pay per view if you didn't see the pay per view? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all I've been doing is watching, like, games and, like, big bang theory reruns and old movies. Yeah. Because I got basic cable. They don't really okay. have DVR here. At least you got that. Did you, so you didn't even, wait, you didn't watch Raw Live? <laughs> you got basic cable in your, in your room? I, I haven't watched Raw in forever. <laughs> But that was a thought. Okay, I'm laid up here. I mean, they fucking stole my damn underpants. Let me watch Raw. Damn, no, I'm drunk. I was like, I think I watched Armageddon. Not, not my drugs. Yeah. I watched Armageddon. I wonder if Craig did watch Raw Monday Live. Would he have noticed, would there have been a different... Like, hmm, but he hasn't been watching, so I guess not. Mm, so it's just, yeah. So There's everything would have been, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. Uh, sorry, I messed up the experiment. Huh? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I messed up the experiment. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn it. Uh, you were a test yeah. subject. Yeah. So, all right. It, like, yeah, I was going to say, anything like specific, a question before we, uh, before we get out of here? No, I just wanted to tell you that. All right, and I'm glad glad you did. Good to hear from you. Hadn't heard from you all week. Now I know why. So, okay. Good uh, to hear from you, Craig. And and don't fucking say suicide. Not just because you're in a fucking hospital around professionals, but because you're loved, and that's fucking shitty to, you know, put people through. What about us, Craig? It was a conversation. They read it wrong. We were talking okay. about it. All right. I wasn't telling people I was going to do it. All right. All right. I, be- I believe you. Well, if, if, if you say that, then I'll take you away from it. Yeah. So, okay. On that note, let's uh, go ahead and uh, get up out of here. Appreciate you, Craig. We'll talk to you, I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Then I'll uh, come back and jack his phone and take his stuff again. Indeed. So, all right. Uh, on that note. Uh, like I said uh, at the beginning uh, of the show, there is uh, no VIP tonight. Uh, Rich is... What's in North Carolina? What's happening? Is SummerSlam in North Carolina? Is he, no, is, is he there the whole week in, for StarCast? Oh, that's Tennessee, right? That's, yeah, that's Knoxville and shit. Or wherever. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe some... Yeah, maybe he's... Uh, maybe he got activated. His, you know, his, his Russian handlers... Uh, could be that. <laughs> He's an asset. So, all right. Uh, for Cam, I'm Trav. Again, no VIP, but we will be back here live on air next week, five uh, six thirty Eastern, five thirty Central. So uh, tune in. Uh, send all your emails and your tweets. Y'all know how it works. So appreciate y'all. Until next time. Dennis Fordia, more than just immaculate taste.
and I'm sort of a connoisseur of all things fresh. Yes, the Lord of this dope shit dropped on this. Damn it, recording it. Stop, I get off my job. He ain't supporting this, supporting it. Celestial caps and crazy ornaments. Decorate my chest, got stripes, night like Jordan's. I walk on air to my throne, patrolling cognac, flashing out my flag. Deuce pass and hold that. Medals on my vest, can't be. So metal chilling on my chest, nigga. So could never be nothing. Can't be on, grand beyond next. So see the medals on my vest, can't be. So metal chilling on my chest, nigga. So. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.